Hey guys, this is Ralph from Ravenscroft, and you're listening to House of Noise with Jim and Jenna. Hey. hey, House of Noise. This That's what you're listening to. <laughs> that is that's what, what you clicked on. To. This is what you signed up for. Yeah. But uh, today we've got uh, Ralph Busso, the lead singer of Ravenscroft. Yes. And they have a new LP out called See Through. Um, and uh, it's it's the bee's knees, man. Yeah. Check out their uh, music videos, too. Yeah. Post-apoc- yeah. Post apo- the chase. I can't even Very post apocalyptic. Post apocalyptic. Yes. And uh, it's just, you know, they got some badass music on the new LP and it's amazing. And it's just it was a blast talking to him and learning about Edgar Allan Poe's love for him. And just, you know, kind of where they started and his approach on songwriting you know, just, uh, you know, his experiences in New York, where he's out at now in California, just how he's dealing with, you know, the COVID crisis and his family and, you know, just, just a whole bunch of... I was going to pipe in, but you were yeah. taking it, so... Boom! Taking it and running! Ow! We really okay. hope... We, hey, on a side note, we really hope everybody out there is being safe and yeah, not, be being, safe. not being stupid and going Wash out... Your hands. Go, not going out unless you have to and... Stop you know. protesting. <laughs> Stop protesting. Don't be the people in Kentucky that are all sick now because their dumbasses were out there protesting. Well, you know it's going to be Michigan soon. Yeah, it'll be Michigan we're, soon, and they deserve it. They so went out, uh, what, last week and were protesting. Yeah, so we're hopefully assuming, they didn't We're show assuming up the guns. numbers are going to start jumping yeah. up here pretty soon. All right, soon. well, let's let the people, let's shut the hell up, and let's let the people enjoy this beautiful interview with Ralph from Ravenscroft. Gotta, I like to say it that you way. you got to say it cooler than that, though. Ravenscroft. From Ravenscroft. Yeah, I said it. Why you got to be like me, copycat? Anyway, I got to go back to work. Yeah. So enjoy the interview, folks. We know we did. Yeah. Okay. We know we did. <laughs> I, know, right. I know Hang we did. Hang up. End it. Bye-bye. I know we did, so we hope you enjoy it, too. Yes. Bye-bye. Ralph, it's Jenna and Jim from House of Noise. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Great. How are you? I need a shower. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you want wanted to a, know that. You might you might want to put on some gloves and a face mask. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she might need to. <laughs> That's every day. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> oh, but I'm fun. Uh, anyway, welcome, welcome to the show. Yes, welcome to House of Noise. <laughs> thank you, thank you for having me on, guys. Well, of course, of course. I um wanted to say that your new uh, LP see through is magnificent. I have been listening to it on Spotify, and I actually went online and purchased the uh, album too. So I cannot yeah, I wait. Saw that. Can't thank wait you. to get it. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for the support. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we- we definitely hear some of your influences in there. Like, uh, she's a huge Seven Dust fan, so yeah. and we hear that in there. You know what? I get that a lot. I guess I must sound like him 
a little bit. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I, mean, I think it's but, a little bit of the riffs and everything, the way that you guys play. It has a similar uh, tone and texture to it. Oh, really? Okay. Right on. Yeah. It's not a bad I, thing. Definitely not a bad thing. No, 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 no. They were a great band. You know what I mean? I, I have absolutely, when I get, whenever somebody compares us to a really good band, I, I, there's no ill feelings towards it. I'm just kind of like, oh, awesome. So <laughs> right. we're, we're, we're doing something right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, yeah. you guys definitely are for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I love stand up and uh, the video for the chase. I'm going to oh, tell yeah. you what I really <laughs> have a sense of like Mad Max and like it's very apocalyptic. But those yeah. those guys on the motorcycles, they are intimidating as hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all actually really cool people and good friends of ours. Um, uh, my my uh, bass player, my my guitar player, and my uh, our new drummer were all they're all they're all bikers. They all ride. So yeah. and what uh, what was what is your reasoning for not wanting to ride, or you just haven't gotten? Just, um, I I to be to be honest with you. It's something that it's 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 not that it's not something that I would like to do. It's just for me, I feel with all the the you know the crazy drivers out there that mm-hmm. it's a little bit it's a little bit intimidating. You know what I mean? And I see guys all the time. I've 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 seen a lot of bike wrecks. I've seen a lot of bikers lose their lives, um, and it, it just it's just kind of like that's kind of scary. I'm like, okay, well. You know, I mean, I could, I could, I'm not a fear monger in any way of the sense, uh, but uh, at the same time, I'm like, well, you know, I, I could deal with just being in my, my truck or in my car, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, over, overriding and, and risking, you know what I mean? Risking, uh, death <laughs> right, right. I'm, sure, I'm sure your wife appreciates that yeah you know do your do your just, do your bandmates give you a lot of crap for it or are they cool about it i know they i know they i know they want you to ride my my guitar player brett he really wants me to ride he really wants me to ride and i'm like well i'm gonna have to get a, a, a you know if i'm gonna do it then i need to get a bike first of my own right because exactly. you know what i mean i don't want to ruin anybody else's bike <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. I've never ridden before, so I have no idea. You know what I mean? I've ridden horses, though, yeah. and that's pretty awesome. It but is. Anyways. It is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I love the biker community. They're awesome people. Yeah, they, they really, really are. are. I think they're they're very misunderstood. And, you know, I don't know if that's I'm, I'm sure like, you know, the shows like Sons of Anarchy and the Mayans. You know, granted, there is a culture of well, violence. Well, it started as a dr- culture, and then it turned into a gang type thing, it, and mean, now yeah. it's more of a culture thing again. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you on there. Uh, yeah, for sure, it's more of a culture thing. Uh, a lot of the bikers that I meet are like super cool people, man. Uh, uh, they're they're good company for sure. Yeah, I, so. I, I, yeah, I'm right there with you as far as riding um, motorcycles. I have never been on one in my life. Um, I have no experience. They do intimidate me as well, and I do agree with you that people drive nuts, and I would never. I mean. My co-host here, my boyfriend Jim, he his dad has a Harley, and 
he really would like me to like get on a motorcycle. And I'm like, <laughs> I like riding. I I don't have yeah. I don't have my own bike either, so it's it makes it hard for me to say I, I I'm a rider because I don't have a bike. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I do. I, but I I have ridden bikes and I do enjoy it. So someday I'll get one. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's cool. I love Harley's. I think it's awesome. I I I love bikes. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I've just never gotten formally trained. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Doing it, so it's like okay. It's and it's like you said. It's it's a it's a little bit scary. Yeah, you know I as far as going, especially <laughs> out here in California oh, where God. I live, people drive crazy, and it's they have no they they don't care they don't really pay attention to uh, the, you know the the motorcycle riders and it's 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 scary for them because yeah. uh you know where at in california are you i live in redlands currently oh, but i've okay. been all, all over the place i've been in uh, uh temecula uh so right now I'm in like the San Bernardino County. Okay. Um, okay. Well, that's, I, uh, I lived in San Diego for a couple of years when I was in the Navy. San Diego is a beautiful, it, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's, yeah. I miss, yeah. I definitely uh, miss the weather. Yeah. Well, and especially like California to me, I always think of, you know, the Bay community with the thrash metal scene, like Testament. Yeah. But that's and, way up North. Yeah. So. Yeah. Up North is nice. I lived in Sacramento for a while. Okay. It's yeah. really, really, really nice. Loved Sacramento. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I visited up there when I was younger, too. It is really, really nice up there, especially when you're driving through the mountains and everything mm. to get up there. Yeah. I really wanted to say I, I've been, you know, like I said, I've been listening and I absolutely dig your sound. I have to say when you guys um, chose to do a cover, had like a whole I really want to give you props because while I can appreciate, you know, Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails and stuff, um, I really like how you guys kind of gave it a different, somewhat of a different spin and you made it more of like a rock jam yeah. instead of like more industrial with the, you know, the keyboards and stuff like that. Right. I got to give, I got to give a lot of credit to my guitar player and my bass player for that. Cause it was actually my bass player, Devin Baker. It mm. was his idea to do it. Um, even though he knows that I'm, he, I mean, the guys in my band know that, you know, Nine Inch Nails and Trent Reznor, uh, the the lead singer uh, and the creator of that band, is like my hero. He's like the guy that got me to get into music, like as uh, on a professional level. Right. So one day, my my bass player Devin Baker comes up to me and he goes, "You know what, dude? I just I just was I was listening to the radio and had like a hole from Nine Inch Nails came on, and I was like, oh my god, this is a badass song yeah. we need to cover this you know what i mean and i just looked at him and it took like less than two seconds for me to go let's do it <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so i i was like you know i knew it i was like because because that was from his first album pretty mm -hmm. eight machine yep. and i that was what really turned me on to them so um it was it was the perfect line it was like a lining of the stars you know what i mean it mm -hmm. was like oh, okay this is the song and then we went over it and you know my guitar player uh brett uh gorky octane uh he started playing the riff and i was like wow that sounds cool man that's beefy yeah you know exactly. what i mean so exactly. i'm like this is gonna give it a whole new life um very much different from the original version and uh we've gotten nothing but praise for this one yeah. so um I'm, I'm proud of it i'm happy i um i do agree with the term 
um, beefy and that it does it, it makes it it adds more substance to the track you know like an, Not, ex, like an extra layer yeah exactly so hats off to you guys for taking it taking a shot and i mean it's not an easy song to do and i mean it's nine inch nails so you know yeah. but you really <laughs> i think trent reznor you know if he if he were to hear it like he'd be really proud and and feel like you guys like you know did it justice and, and i hope stuff. so i hope so I, I hope if he if he does get a chance to hear it, um, he'll like it and go, yeah, okay, this is cool, yeah. you know. So <laughs> that I mean, that's the best that I can you know expect. So <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> now you weren't always uh, a, the front man, right? No, no, no. I used to play bass. I started off playing bass, and I played bass in a couple of bands, and. Um, then I got into the synthesizers, the keyboards, and uh, I, I I went back and forth between bass and keyboards, and I played in several bands doing that. And then uh, one day, uh, our singer didn't show up for rehearsal, and uh, so I said, well, let, let me see what I can do, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. to fill in. And uh, I started singing. And the guys were like, damn, you're better than our singer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay. Well, and they were like, you should seriously think about singing, dude. And it's funny because my guitar player for the uh, the last band I was in, Serpent Underground, mm -hmm. was the original singer for one of the bands I was in. And he hit me up one day and said, hey, dude, you should sing. And we should do another project and I'll play guitar. Nice. And and so that's how it worked out. And that's that's what we ended oh, okay. up doing. Are you enjoying that role as being yeah. the front man? You know, my my main talent is songwriting. Okay. Songwriting and I, I I love to write songs. Um I wrote a lot of the songs on this album. Um, not to take away credit from the other guys, they were part heavy participants mm -hmm. in it and our producer helped us a lot as well but um i was the lead protagonist when it comes to this album see-through and so um that's just where my talents lie and i feel that as a front man i do a pretty good job i think a lot of people have come to me and said dude you know how to stir the crowd up. You you're not you're not just standing there. You know what I mean. You're right. not. It, you know you're you're actually going out there and stirring up the crowd, and you you know how to work it. And you know, uh, you know, a lot of people say that I've got some 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 pretty good pipes. So it, it, it's it, it's I think it's something that I was meant to do. You know, uh, so singer songwriter. That's that's where I think I I I land in in this field. Yeah, we we, we were just having a discussion with uh, Michael Alago the other day, and he was saying we were having that same discussion about uh, the front man and how important it is for them to be able to do that, and how not everybody can do that. It's right. not it's not mm -hmm. as easy as everybody thinks. No, no, no. It takes a certain something. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, uh, and and I'm I that's just one of my abilities, my talents. Yeah. You know, is to to be able to go out there and and uh, when I'm out there on the stage, I tell you, I turn into a different person. Yeah. To be honest <laughs> with you, <laughs> I just evolve into this person that's charismatic and just kind of like gets into it with the people that are out there. I lo I love it. I I I crave it. I miss it. This uh, COVID nineteen thing is kind of messing me up because yeah. I want to be out there with my rockers and I want to, I want to rock, you know, 
Yeah, that is, um, um, I think it's messing a lot of people up, especially, I think people are really utilizing the interwebs. technology, the interwebs, if they can, Ooh. and doing like remote concerts, but it's hard if you don't live you're still not making any money. Yeah, in the same area, and you're, yeah, you know, because a lot of them are doing, you know, pledges and everything else to try to raise money and help them so help themselves and their band out. And it's it's not nearly as I mean, musicians don't make very much money anyway, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I know it's kind of it's kind of sad because we because in back in the day they used to make a lot of money and now it's kind of like well, what happened you right, know what i mean right yeah. So, yeah. but yeah it i mean i kind of get it but at the same time you know streaming services and stuff like that well you you, you basically got to get millions upon millions of streams mm-hmm. in order to make any then. kind of real money and yeah. even mm-hmm. then it's not that much right. no. the main money that we make is from touring yeah so right now we're we're stuck. You know what I mean? We're like, Oh, okay. And it, it, a lot of people are saying, well, dude, this is a good time for you guys because more people are streaming than ever before. And, and the label's doing a great job. Yeah. But on the other side of it, we could be touring right now and doing a lot better. Mm -hmm. So, and plus that's, that's our thing. You know, we want to play live, you know, Mm -hmm. we, so it's tough. It's tough. This whole social distancing thing. I, I, you know, I, I, I got to admit that I, I agree with it for the time being because it needs to be done based, based on what's going on. However, it's really, really hard it because is. I'm, I'm a very affectionate person. I love to be around people. I love, you know, being close to people, giving people hugs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so this is a very hard time for me. Yeah. I'm have, like, have, okay. Have you been able to see your family at all? I, I My mother just went through cancer surgery. Oh, she went through two breast cancer surgeries and she's doing okay. That's but good. God bless her, man. I, thank you, sir. I cannot. I, however, I cannot go see her because I yeah. still I have an essential job. My day job is an essential job. So I have to be out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I take all the precautions. But, you know, I wear the mask and the gloves and all that stuff. And I wash my hands a bunch of times. I mean, yeah. I'm so tired of washing my hands. It's I know. not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, but, that's my brother. He came by today. He um, he's a, an EMT paramedic, whatever. Anyway, he he was in the area and he stopped by and he has mask on everything. He's standing outside the door and I'm like, yeah, you don't want to come in, do you? And he goes, no, you know, you just want to <laughs> you just want to stop by and see me and say hello and you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's tough times, man. It it's tough times. So it's, it's I'm hoping that we all get smart and come together and just kind of get over this thing and hopefully the. People that have the technology can come up with some kind of a, uh, you know, a cure yeah. or, or, you know, um, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, but, you know, what what can you do? It's kind of ironic because the album that we put out, uh, See Through, has a song on it called Vengeance is Mine. Mm-hmm. And it's about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, Armageddon, you know, the apocalypse, the end mm-hmm. of, the, you know things as we know it and it and and it it, it kind of it's weird because it comes through at a time when we're going through something that's kind of kind of eerie kind of yeah, scary it is. It you is. know what i mean mm-hmm. so 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of blame myself for this. Right. <laughs> like, what, what did I do? Right, no. right. <laughs> <laughs> you said you did a lot of the writing. Do you pull a lot of inspiration, you know, from your childhood and stuff? Because I know you had a pretty rough upbringing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, a lot of it comes from that. I grew up in a very religious family. My mother and my father were Catholics mm, in the okay. beginning. And then my mother started, uh, you know, looking into other religions. And she eventually uh, decided to become a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, okay. And that was, you know, that's what I was raised in. And But, you know, I, I fell away from it. You know, I, I mean... Uh, personally, I I believe in God. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No doubt in my mind, I believe there was an intelligent design behind all of this. But I don't necessarily believe in organized religion. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. we, we, we kind of, you know, we, 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 we kind of uh, we have a little bit of, of a, an issue there between mm-hmm. us with that. So but I love my mother yeah. and she loves me and my sister and, you know, all my family. And, and they 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 love me in return. And we kind of we've come to an arrangement where we can agree to disagree. Right. You know, yeah. so well, me and you see eye to eye, to eye on the whole organized uh, religion thing, because uh, I, I feel the same way. I can't stand the, the church itself. I mean, I believe that there's something for sure, but I'm not, I don't have to go to church to believe. Right. Absolutely. I don't think so. I I, I don't see how, why, you know, but I mean, I, I can understand like, you know, Having, because I have conversations all the time with my friends about religion and, and God, and we we're comfortable with it. And you know, if we don't agree on it, that's not a big deal. It's like, okay, that's cool, man. I respect right. your opinion, you know, and and you respect mine, and that's cool. And that's the way it is. But ultimately, I think that who you are and what's in your heart. And uh, how you live your life, that's what's going to uh, make the difference, uh, whether or not God is going to see you and go, hey, you know what? You're an awesome dude. You <laughs> right. <know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I try to live my life. I try to live my life, you know, just being good to people, being good to animals, you know, just being a good person all around if I can. You know, yeah. I'm not perfect. I'm not by far. But I have my inner demons but at the same time, I do my best to try to be good to people and, and animals and, and everyone around me, you know, so. Well, you keep bringing up animals, right? Do you have animals? Oh, I have cats and I used to have dogs and I love all kinds of animals. I'm an animal lover big time. I'm, I'm honestly um, a vegan most of the time, sometimes vegetarian because I can't get away from sour cream. I don't know. There's just, some, there's just something about butter and sour cream mm-hmm. and all that stuff that Amen. comes from that. I, that I, I, I have this craving for, but uh, for the most part, you know, it, you know, it's not like I don't ever eat meat, but for the most part, I try to, not, uh, yeah. you know, not, not do it, you know, just to, to be good to them. Cause I understand that in a perfect world, it would, it would be an easier, uh, thing with with animals but Mm -hmm. in the world the society we live in they they mistreat the animals so bad before you know what i mean so and that's i feel i feel for them you know so that's 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 the only thing um but i i I don't judge anybody you know what i mean if you're a meat eater that's cool you know know what i mean if we all took your approach we would eat less meat so technically there we there wouldn't be the need for as many 
uh, butchered animals as there is right now. So, right. Yeah. 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 You know, I, an interesting, all, and way, I, interesting way to think about it anyway. That's the only message me and my wife put out. We we were like, you know what, you know, go ahead and eat meat, but don't, you know, you don't have to eat it three times a day every day. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that's it's it's not even good for you. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's the only that's the only way I look at it. But I'm not going to get off on that tangent too much because <laughs> I know that a lot of people are sensitive about that thing. They're yeah. just like, oh, yeah. you know, well, we love to hunt. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I do, um, you know, it's kind of funny because uh, the name of your band, Ravenscroft, the first person I thought of as far artistically was Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. And, yes. Um, you know, and the Raven, his uh, poem and stuff. Love Edgar Allan yeah. Poe. I understand that they used to walk by a park that was dedicated to him. Yes. I I, I lived out in... Um, the Bronx mm, okay. in, in, in New York. And there was a park not too far from where I lived. Like, a, you know, it was, uh, yeah, I, I would say it was about five, five miles away. Um, I, but I used to walk all the time when I lived in New York, I used to love taking long walks and I still do. Yeah. Um, uh, and that was a park that was out there and it was, unfortunately it, it became like a, kind of a cesspool for drug dealers mm, mm-hmm. you know what i mean at yeah. some point and it was it was pretty dark but um i used to go there i actually went to the actual house that he lived in really? and, and and yeah i took a little tour um because they had a you know a guy that did tours and uh it was amazing um yeah it was very amazing it was uh where one of his wives uh died um uh, and it was uh, it was eerie, but yeah. it was cool. I I used to love to just go over there and hang out, and just sit there because I love Ed- Edgar Allan Poe, and so um, that was a great experience for me. And I used to ponder, you know, my life and things that were going on, and um, uh, it was just a, a a major experience in my life. It was something that I never forget. Yeah. You know, is there a particular Edgar Allan Poe work? that really kind of like spoke to your heart, spoke to your psyche, the, you know, the most out of everything that he's written that you can think of. Yeah. The telltale heart. Um, that, that one is the one that really gets me because I mean, and, and we, as a band, I've talked to my, my guys and I said, let's recreate something like that. You know what I mean? Where the guy is, you know, he, he killed someone and he, he basically, it, it, it it, it ate him up inside yeah, yeah. and and he, he he was just demonized by it and he couldn't get away from it so when the police were there interrogating him he started seeing things and just it was mm-hmm. it, it's just a great story and i, I just i want to recreate that in one of our videos at oh, some that point that would be cool that would yeah. be a pretty yeah. cool yeah uh, do you uh have you been back to new york like how often do you have back go back there uh, if you do i i have not gone back to be honest with you um since i've come out to california i have not gone back i have uh family in all five boroughs and uh i i have not gone back to visit any of them it's... i've had the luck i've had the pleasure of seeing some of, some of my cousins and associating with them out here in California because they come to visit. Mm. Um, my family's out here now, my mother and my sister. Um, 
they live in San Dimas. Yeah. Um, okay. But uh, they, I, I've not gone back to New York. No, I have not. Is that, uh, um, is, is that like a personal reason? Are you just uh, you worried about not not saying you're scared, but maybe worried that it would drum up old feelings and you know. It, just don't want to feel that way again because it uh no i just it, it, and i have nothing against new york and new yorkers there are actually some really cool people in new york but there's also when i lived out there i i went through some dark times i right. I, I had uh, there was a lot of violence mm-hmm. um uh, you know i used to get jumped by several people and stuff mm-hmm. like that and so it, th- there was just a ton of violence and i was just like oh man i don't and there's so many people people out there you know what i mean it's yeah. just right. like it's a rat race you know so it's like you know you're on the subway and 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 you've got like all these people in your face and i can imagine what they're going through right now yeah you know yeah. what i mean because it's 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 so clustered mm-hmm. you know so that's the, that's the that's something that i don't miss i know in california everybody's got like a car and you know, hardly anybody uses public transportation. Um, I mean, some people do, but most people don't. You know, so there's a lot of cars out here, and that mm-hmm. causes problems with the emissions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But uh, at the same time, um, the cluster of, of of what happens in New York is, is not necessarily healthy, in my opinion. You know, so... I, I think it's a good thing to have some freedom, to have some space. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Are you claustrophobic? Maybe uh, a little, a little bit. All right. Yeah. Bit. I was kind of, yeah. I was kind of catching that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you <little definitely>... bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. I don't, I don't, I like my bubble and I don't really yeah. like, well, it's like if she, if she goes to shows, she has to be either all the way in the back or all the way in the front. She can't be in the crowd because her anxiety will, will kick in and it, it's not good. I've had panic attacks. It's scary. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have to. And I, I, I won't. There's no way you can't if you you can't pay me enough to go inside a little cave yeah. or a tunnel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just won't do it. Um, and <laughs> it, it just it just is what it is, man. It gets me panicked. I'm like, OK, I'm in this tiny little space yeah. and I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Yeah, but, no, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. my freedom, you know. Yes, I'm so, right there with you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you how do you feel about like after shows? Do you have any issues? Um, I'm not saying you don't meet your fans and everything, because I'm sure you do. But you know, after a while, does your anxiety kind of get the better of you? Or have no, you... no. I, when it comes to shows, I love people. Okay. I love to get together with people. I love to, you know, be around people. Like I said earlier, this whole thing with the COVID-19 is kind of getting to me a little bit because I, I miss being able to be around people and socialize because okay. I'm I, I'm very much into socializing. So right. uh, that's 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 the one thing about this thing that's getting to me a little bit because I like to be around people and just have have a good time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I um I'm curious about something being that you um had said you really enjoyed songwriting. You know, just an alternative idea to kind of pass the time it made me do like a little tutorial on YouTube about like how to songwrite or how you approach songwriting for the new album. Like just something a little different. Had you ever thought about that? Well, yeah, actually I have a our current manager is uh, one of my best friends. 
Um, and his name is Cody Walker. And he, between him and I, we developed a business called Soul Siphon Media. Oh, okay. And it, it, it's, it's basically to try and help artists out because we know what struggle is, you know. So, and he does a lot of content creation. Nice. And I, I have a lot of connections and a lot of um, influence as well as um, you know, I, I, I know a lot about the business because I've been doing this for a while now. Mm -hmm. So he and I decided, OK, let's create this uh, company called Soul Siphon Media. And so we're actually going to do a podcast and we're actually going to do uh, some some stuff on YouTube uh, tips. You know, hey, here's 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 how to write a song. I have a lot of information for artists about even though this COVID-19 thing is kind of changing the game a little bit and we have to wait and see what happens mm -hmm. I, I, outside of that i have a lot of information about how why bands fail why bands don't get to the next level you know what i mean so and i'm not putting anybody down but i'm i just want to let them know because there's a lot of problems it's not so much the industry as it is just the bands themselves they mm -hmm. self-destruct yeah you know what i mean and that's uh that's a huge part of it and so they've got to understand that everybody needs to do something and everybody needs to be working together as a team you know it's just like football when you work together as a team you start to win yes. you know and that's what bands miss they don't see that part of it they're just like well i'm just gonna play my instrument or you know i'm just gonna do my part and that's it but they don't realize there's a ton of work behind the scenes that needs to be done yeah. you know and uh if you all don't join in it's gonna be one guy and he's gonna get frustrated well, it's yeah. like, you know it's what like, i mean yeah it's like any relationship everybody's got to pull their own weight Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, um, I don't know if you have ever watched the show. Um, I can't remember what network it's on, but Breaking the Band. And it seems to be Vice. this. Re yeah. It might be Vice. I might be remember. Vice. It seems to be this theme, like whether it's Kiss or whether it's uh, the Led Eagles, Zeppelin. where you have Led like crew. two people, you know, who started yeah. the band and they have this almost like dictatorship like we're just going to do all the ideas and you guys just, you get just up play, there and play like hired gun kind yeah. of relationship. And right. I'm like, and each of these bands kind of like, like you said, you know, they did that. They went through the whole entire self-destruct. Well, I think honestly, it's not that it's not that there's anybody that's going, you know what? I'm going to be a dictator. It's, it's, it's because they see the lack of work mm -hmm. ethic for the behind the scenes stuff with the with the other guys. I'm not going to sit here and pick apart my guys. A lot a lot of them are getting it, but I've had to do a lot of speeches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've had to go, "Come on guys, there's work to be done. It's not just about playing your instrument." Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So, unfortunately, that's the case. Um, you know, if you want to get somewhere, you have to put yourself out there. You can't just release an album and expect it to magically, especially nowadays, mm, to mm -hmm. magically become known, you know, amongst the masses. It doesn't work that way, right. you know, and you you have to do work behind the scenes. And so, yeah, it, it's and sometimes my guys are like, damn, I don't want to do that. You know, I got to, you know, I got a day job, but, mm -hmm. you know, I, I got all this stuff going on. I got family, you know, and I'm like, OK, well, 
then uh, don't get mad at me. Right, right, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Go, don't call me a dictator because I'm the one that's up there doing it. I'm yeah. doing the same thing as you are, and I'm still working. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's just how it works. And sometimes you get through them, sometimes you don't. Yeah. There's some guys that just will not buy into it, you know, and it's just the way it is. And uh, but there are guys, that, and, and and I'm fortunate because uh, most of the guys in my band get it. You know, yeah. so uh, and I think that's why we're starting to get ahead, you know, because two heads are better than one. Yes. You definitely. know what I mean? Definitely. It's not, so, it's not just the lead singer or a.k.a. the the quarterback. It's, you know, the yeah. linemen have their part, too. So. Yeah, Ex- exactly. Perfect illustration of that. Yes, absolutely. That's and that's what I think is the key to success for a band is for everybody to go. We're a team. Let's work together, yep. you know? Agreed. So so how Agreed. soon uh, could we hear this podcast? Like, how, how close is it, is it to uh, being? Well, uh, I mean, we're, we're going we're gonna to bank a few episodes because, you know, oh, yeah. it, it, nowadays it's, uh, you guys are doing it. So you, you, know, you understand it's all about uh, consistency. Mm-hmm. You know what I yes. mean? So you, you have to have something. I, I figure we'll probably bank about six episodes. You know what I mean? Put them together, record it, pre-record them. Uh, we want to have some special guests on. And I know a lot of people in the business, so I'm going to try and get some people to come on as guests. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the only way you can grow it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. If you put it, if you put an episode out every six months, nobody's going to pay attention to right. you, you know? So yeah. uh, you got to do it consistently. And nowadays people want a lot of content because people are bored. Yeah, you know? that is true. Yeah, so, uh, we're literally just trying to pump out as many as we can humanly possible right now i mean she's still working she's actually on break right now yeah we live together and we have a hard time getting together to record yeah it's it's tough you know what i mean that's where you're coming from about the banking six episodes it helps to have some in the chamber so that way if you can't record one week you have those other ones that you can rely on exactly yeah and and you know you guys know you you you've got to multitask these days (laughs) it's just the way it is you've got to have several things going on it can't just be one thing you know so it's not easy but uh it's worth it if if you're if you're passionate about it it do it you know what i mean don't sit there and talk about it do it that's that's what i say you know so i appreciate you guys having me on today it's really cool having a discussion with you guys it's really fun yeah i'm glad you're enjoying it yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely you know i mean obviously we want you to talk about you know ravenscroft and see-through and but we want to get to know you we want to get to know you as a person too because after all you are a human and you do have thoughts and <laughs> ideas nice. and, and stuff. So I'm not you know. a robot. I exactly. Promise. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, our, our, uh, our approach to this is just to keep it an open conversation too. So yeah, we but don't, that's, yeah, that's yeah. why we were saying, we hope you enjoy it. No, absolutely. I do enjoy it. You know, I've done everything from music to television and uh, it's, it's, it, it, the entertainment industry is, by far my favorite thing in life. You know what I mean? Um, So I will never get tired of it. I will never uh, uh, feel like, oh, this is something I'm going to pass on. It just that once you get the bug, once you get bit, you're done Mm -hmm. you're in you know what i mean so and i know you guys can appreciate that because i'm sure you guys feel the same way so 
um, it, it's just something that uh, drives me. Um, you know, I, I may have a day job, but I, I, at the same time, this is what drives me. This is what gets me passionate about life, you know. So it's like Edgar Allan Poe, you know, he wrote. Mm-hmm. He had a he had a very, very trying life. He, yeah. he had a very disturbing life. And but his his vehicle to get outside of it was his art, yes. you know, and that's the same way that I feel, you know, and I feel that if I share my art with other people, that they're going to get something out of it. And that makes me feel good. I so, agree. I agree. You have to fulfill your your life with things that are meaningful instead mm-hmm. of things that are passing fancies and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. It's like uh, you, you've got to find the things that are important and and bring that into your life. And once you do that, you'll be pretty self fulfilled. You know I what agree. I mean? Real, um, qu- real quick, you said something about television. What did you do in television? Uh, Well, I was on a TV show that was aired by the Travel Channel. We got to go out to uh, uh, England. Uh, We got got to go out to Salem, Massachusetts, and we filmed a couple of episodes. My buddy Steve Santini, uh, uh, he's done a a million things in the industry. He's like, he's anywhere from an extreme escape artist is where he kind of started. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah. (laughs) And then he he also went on to be a collector. Um, He's collected anything from torture devices that were used in the, uh, you know, in the medieval times to uh, stuff from the uh, Titanic. Um, And and he's, yeah, he's, 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 he's he's a very intelligent, talented man. And he had a full blown season on sci-fi. Um, called deals from the dark side mm. i think i and, heard of that yeah. i do remember that yeah and awesome. uh you know he he's from canada and uh so he did that out there and then uh he had the ch- chance to work with the tv production company from the states through the travel channel and uh he asked me to be his right hand man nice. he asked me to be a part of it so i said sure let's do it so we got to uh, uh, film two pilot episodes, um, and they were aired on the Travel Channel. Um, unfortunately, it was short-lived because they had a change of, uh, you know, uh, upper management. Mm. The C- CEO was uh, fired, and they mm. brought in another guy, and uh, he wanted to get rid of everything that wasn't proven. Right. So um, basically, we got cut short. So, but yes, two I. I've been on TV on two episodes of a of a TV show twice, nice. so you know it, it was it was a very cool experience. I'm 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 very proud of it. Um, I he's shared it on YouTube a couple of times, but of course he takes it down because he doesn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a fun experience. It was very fun. They treated us very well. We had a great time. I got to stay in a castle in England. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was Damn. fun. Yeah. So, <laughs> and the trip to Salem was awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we covered the subject of the witch trials that they had back then, uh, way back in the day. Uh, Giles Corey was the guy that was pressed to death, and we covered that subject. Um, 
and then in England we is just on the border of Scotland and England mm. where the Scots and the English uh, had their battle. Uh, it was basically a William Wallace story, right? Oh, okay. uh, you know, Braveheart. Oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So that was what we covered on that, and he did some extreme escapes, you know, nice. and and uh, I was his partner in it, and so I wish it was out there more public because i'm proud of the work but unfortunately they kind of like you know yeah yeah they kind of covered it up you know what i mean so that's entertainment right yeah it's uh, see that's the thing i tell everybody i'm like you never know what's gonna make you get somewhere mm-hmm. and what, what's you know just gonna be work you know exactly. so there, there's so many entertainers that think oh i just need to do this one thing and i'll be big and it's like it doesn't work that way no. dude you no. know <laughs> so some people get lucky yep. but there's very few and far between we could talk to you for hours but unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately jenna does have to clock back in soon so oh no um, no worries it was good talking to you guys yeah, thank great you for talking having me to you on too. where is the best place for people to find uh, uh the ravenscroft merch cds um just like websites or you know facebook well we're all over social media so you can just google ravenscroft but i would say ravenscroft band is the best way to google us but you can also go to our website directly and that's ravenscroftofficial.com um and also we're on the website with our label pavement entertainment which is pavementmusic.com it's been an absolute pleasure thank yes. you so much for coming on Thanks, Jim. this has been amazing Thanks, Jenna. yeah stay safe man yeah, you guys stay safe too and uh take care of yourself and your families and uh i, I look forward to uh doing something like this again with you guys oh, for yeah, sure definitely, man definitely. all right guys take care of yourselves yep you too, you too. bye 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 it's time for a special session we call ask the experts we call up our friends and family and get their take on things we talked about during this interview enjoy hello hello lucky lucky hey what's up man what's going on i have a quick question for you absolutely do you think uh being vegan gives you superpowers well if so, I would be the least superpower human on the world. <laughs> I would be the Mr. Glass of the world, if that were true. <laughs> I'm, I'm as anti-vegan as you can get. I like meat stuffed with meat. Yeah. So do I. Like, I don't think I could ever be vegan. No. I was, it actually reminded me of uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yes. When he was uh, fighting one of her ex-boyfriends, he turned into the he like Super Saiyan vegan or whatever. Right. If this were like the end of the world, I mean, the only appreciation I would have for vegans is how easy they would be to eat. Yeah. It would be like eating <laughs> grass-fed beef. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like that <laughs> i used to have a girl that worked for me that was vegan and i would always make jokes like that that made her nervous <laughs> all right man i just we just wanted to call and have some fun and you definitely delivered yeah and just say hey Thanks, and... man i miss you guys man i can't wait to see you guys again I, know. So bad. I miss you too buddy well, i do what, yes we are going we're going to make it happen again yes at some point yeah <laughs> eventually yeah, i will 
I will send you guys my guys. Uh, I'll send you guys my schedule to let you know so far what my tour dates are and okay. when I'm going to be near you. Okay. Uh, so if uh, even if I'm not in your area, if you guys have the time and the locations right, you know, you guys might just be able to come meet us. And yeah, that would we'll be cool. Definitely take you guys out and have a good time. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know we how much fun we had. You know, when we went to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, Chicago. Yeah, there was a little bit of drama going on that time too, but we still had fun. Yeah, yeah. Comes with the territory. <laughs> All right, man. You have a had a good rest of your night and. We'll definitely talk to you later. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. I love you guys. Love, love you too, Lucky. All right. See you later. Yep. Bye. bye.